You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine a head of state whose prayer every day in the morning and in the evening would be from Psalm 40. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. And that's not easy. It's not easy also in our more advanced cultures where we have a great sense of personal autonomy and independence because then the ruler, the one in charge, has to really discern with all the people what the policy of the country will be. And that's the whole political process of campaigns, proposals, platforms, elections, and then establishment of concrete government members to run the public good, to assist and direct the public good and advance it. And this is a very big challenge. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. And it's not about imposing one's will, it's about addressing the real good of the people. And I must personally say that I learned a lot reading a book this past year, about a year I spent reading it very slowly, uh, on the friendship between uh, Lloyd George, who was the key leader from the Allies in the First World War, with Winston Churchill, who was the key leader of the Allies, or one of them, in the Second World War. And it was amazing discovery to see all the humanity involved in that relationship. And it was a true friendship. Many times they were at loggerheads, and when they came together, they also propelled forward this sense of social collective responsibility for the people who couldn't provide for themselves, people who would be unemployed by the closing of industries, suddenly closed people, elderly people, people who suffered accidents, the responsibility of the community to provide for them. And so they did many wonderful things, but also they made very big mistakes uh, during the, the First World War, particularly because the book was more about Lloyd George. It was written by his grandson, uh, David, and he uh, describes that relationship. It was not about the Second World War because Lloyd George had died before that, so it was particularly on that relationship that existed from before the turn of the century of the 1900s 
uh, right up to the Second World War. And maybe we don't pray enough for our leaders. And we see big problems in the world, and it's very easy to be a commentator on a baseball game and uh, launching accusations against the pitcher and against the captain of the team. Uh, some captains have been dismissed from major teams and very professional people because the populace cries out they want a victory and they don't want a coach that doesn't bring the team to victory. So sometimes it's easy to make commentary and also to read one or two commentaries about proceedings in the world and issue very harsh statements. Maybe we would provide a much greater contribution if we prayed for them. And that's what we want to do in this Mass particularly, to pray for all political leaders. And in this live stream, uh, many countries are reached, many participants from different countries are here from around the world. And then that, in that sense, we can be praying today in this Mass for many, many leaders, national leaders, people, uh, leaders of peoples, smaller peoples, uh, numerically, and bigger peoples that play a great role in the world. So I think there's a connection with the first reading here that's very special. And Paul is making a very clear relationship between Adam and Christ. Through Adam's sin, the first sin of humanity, huge damage accrued to humanity. And through Christ's action, it was repaired. But there were actually other smaller scale but very important heads of humanity on the way. And one was Noah. We're much more aware of Adam, but when the whole population and the biblical story is wiped out with the flood, Noah is the one that keeps the torch, the flame alight. And then we have a new beginning with Abraham, our father in the faith. Not just the creation of the existing human family physically, but the redeeming and redemptive human family through Abraham. And then there are huge problems and the people is basically wiped out into slavery and there's a Moses, just like Noah takes the people back into a new life through the flood, Moses drawn from the water and the people being drawn through the Red Sea. This whole image is a marvelous instance of major leadership. So we have Adam, we have um, Noah, we have Abraham, we have Moses. And then obviously with Christ it's a whole new level because God himself culminates revelation, becoming flesh, taking his, our nature on himself. And here we have an extraordinary example for the leader. I'm not sure what image you have of God. What image do you have of heaven? I'm not sure if you heard the last line of the gospel. So what's it going to be like in heaven? The Son of Man will stand up. That's the word, the glorious Christ in heaven. And he will welcome the faithful servant, also the head of state who is a faithful servant, and a number have been canonized. And he will welcome the faithful servant, and he will say, sit down, and he will be dressed with an apron, and he will serve us. Imagine God thinking like this, that he is serving us at table. God, not an employee, not a slave, not a colleague, not a family member, God. I think we have to stop at this verse 
and rethink our lives and who we are for God. It's amazing. It's off the charts, literally. There's no charts that have this conception of God. And then this becomes the model of servant leadership that Jesus did at the Last Supper, washing the feet. What, let's pray for our leaders to recover from the great biblical narratives, inspiration for their vocation. Let us teach these models to children because some of you have children and grandchildren. Maybe some of them will have public office and you have no idea which public office they will acquire, will, will uh, assume uh, which people they will serve through that office. Let us pray for leadership, for the emergence of new leadership, servant leadership. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.